Welcome to the Less Stress Family Podcast, where we believe you are fallible and what you do matters. This is episode number 98. I am Justin. And I am Shauna Wood. How are you, honey? I'm good. How are you today? I'm great. Good. <laughs> Shout out to all you all listening. We really appreciate the great feedback we've had and encouragement. A lot of some encouraging notes and things this week. So yes, hopefully it is very meaningful for you um, as we ramble. <laughs> I feel like sometimes. Okay. Yes. What were you going to say? Oh, I was just going to say, I really hope that it's providing a lot of value yeah, for people because we believe it or not, have other things to do with our time besides (laughs) (laughs) sit here and record these. So I really hope that it's blessing people. Yeah. So we're going to continue with the Enneagram because it has been such a powerful tool for us. Um, I have some friends from high school. Shout out to uh, John and Curry and Jay and Ben. We all went to high school together. We were in cross country in high school and I ran with Ben in college and we're really good friends back in the day, but we had, yeah, but we hadn't talked to each other hardly like connected really at a deeper level. On the excuse me, Marco Polo app, we have connected around the Enneagram. That's kind of what started our talk. And it has been so fascinating as we talk about ourselves and our wives. I know, y'all are so funny. And our kids. I'll walk through and I'll hear you and you're like, well, they are a sis or (laughs) whatever it is. Like that's the framework you use. It's such a helpful tool. So we kind of want to go through these today. It is, the Enneagram has kind of become a pop culture like... um, personality test but it's a lot more than that it it's just it's a really deep uh helpful tool it kind of it shows you how your personality is kind of like the false you the false self like it's the quickest way to expose your shadow your blind spots we talked about that last episode right and i would say it's on a i've only studied it on the more surface levels right and it's helped me have a grid for my relationships and interactions with people. Right. But there are a lot of tools and books and that kind of thing that if you just want to grow as a person and shrink those blind spots and that kind of thing, you can absolutely dive deep and use this. Right. Right. For that purpose I'm definitely as well. A, I'm definitely a hobbyist Enneagram person, I would say, for sure. Yeah. You enjoy it. Yeah, I do. And it's been so helpful with our kids and the way you and I interact now. Yes. We at least have a better grid for understanding for why you're so messed up and why <laughs> I am not, right? <laughs> why? This is our take number three for this episode because I wanted like, I'm like, just give me one word so I have a summary. And you're like, no, I've got six pages to discuss each of these. So for those of you who are like me and you just want a big picture overview, I'm going to run through all nine very fast, one-word descriptions, and then we're going to move into a deeper understanding of three of them, and then we'll hit the other six in the upcoming episodes. So each of us slide, when we're stressed, we slide into one of these other numbers. Like you're a number, you take the test, we'll put, put that in the notes, but then you'll slide into, when you're stressed, you slide into some of these other behavior, other patterns. Right. So you'll be like, well, I might be this or that, which true. When you're in growth and in a good place, you behave and your personality is a different personality. Right. You know. And as you're listening through, they have what's called wings. 
So let's say you are a number two. I thought you weren't going to no, get listen, complicated. Listen, you would just I'm say, just we're saying. not going to get complicated. Here you go. <laughs> listen, you may have some traits of the number that comes before you and after you, right. is all I'm saying. Right, right, right. And that's very normal. Yeah, and that's a healthy. The, to develop your wings, so let's say you're a five like me, in order for me to be healthy, healthy, I need to develop my four and six parts the way they behave. Right. Yeah. So I just want to throw that out. Okay, so starting... Are you ready yet? <laughs> starting with number eight. It's a circle, so it doesn't matter what number you start with. But starting with eight, they're the challenger, nine, peacemaker, one, performer, two... Reformer. Reformer. That's Can't read writing. my own notes here. Two, helper, three, achiever, four, individualist, five, investigator, six, loyalist, and seven is the enthusiast. Mm -hmm. So today we're going to start with nine, eight, and one, even though I don't like them in that order, but they kind of go together. There's <laughs> a lot of that, yeah. So those are more the doers, and their root issue is anger. And it manifests differently in each of these numbers. Oh, my. Okay. All right. But we're not going to go through all that. Okay. Because you said I couldn't go through all my notes. <laughs> because I am a five. I love research. I love all this information. Like, I'm the one who clicks on all the history YouTube stuff I can find. Yes. I watch World War II. I watch, I watch all these crazy documentaries on just... And if we were doing a three-hour coffee visit with yes. our audience, right. then that you could share all of that. Right, right. I know. Okay, here we go. So let's start with number nine. Okay. It's the peacemaker. Okay. This person is easygoing, and they're a pretty chilled person because they don't want to cause conflict. I, I'm like just telling you what this is, and you, you're twitchy because you're looking at this sheet of paper going, you just want me to read it, don't you? <laughs> I'm looking at your notes, and I'm just wondering if I might hop in. Go okay, ahead. okay. So the, the peacemaker is very easygoing. Uh, they're very receptive, reassuring, agreeable, and complacent. Their basic fear is loss and separation. Their basic desires have inner stability, peace of mind. Um, they want to create harmony in their environment, so they avoid conflicts at all cost. Now, all of us, not not it. Most of us do not want to cause conflict, you know? Like, we don't enjoy that. Right. Some of these numbers do. We'll right. talk about that in just a second. Okay. But um, this, for uh, a number nine, that's their core, like their core drive. Yeah, they want, to call, they want it to be peaceful and harmony. But it's also for a number nine, like, for example, you know how it is when we say, oh, we're going out for a date. Where do you want to eat? Where do you want to eat, honey? <laughs> <laughs> After the indecision, because nobody wants to cause conflict... You're just ticked off and like right. not not in a good spot. Right, that can happen to the nines. Okay, right? so some famous. Well, okay, so uh, some famous nines in history. Uh, probably Abraham Lincoln. If you read about what he went through during the Civil War, he just had a hard time making decisions a lot of the time. Uh, Dwight D. Eisenhower, maybe. Um, there's a lot. There's tons of people who who probably fit into that category. And it's interesting to me that a lot of we have a lot of presidents on that list. Uh, could be because they have a great gift to bring peace people like, together. Yes, right. exactly. So all of these numbers have great qualities. Right. All of them can have not good qualities. Right. Okay. All so right. You want to move on to the so, next number? Number nine, the peacemaker. The peacemaker. What okay. do we have next? Okay. Number eight is the challenger. 
okay? And they're the person who, the powerful, dominating type, they're self-confident, decisive, willful, and confrontational. Now, these people do like conflict. They like to just, they don't, yeah. Where we'll they don't have a problem with it. They don't have a problem with it and they like it. Okay. Like, they just like to come in. Okay, uh, the basic fear, though, is being harmed or controlled by others. Uh, the basic desire is to protect themselves. Um, they want to be self-reliant to, pr- to prove their strength and resist weakness. Um, some of the greatest leaders ever, like Roosevelt or Churchill, a lot of people, Martin Luther King Jr., these were all probably eights. Donald Trump is an unhealthy eight. When right. you look at the his leadership style, and <laughs> he's, he's an unhealthy. I'm not talking about his policy. I'm not talking about whatever. Right. I'm talking about in the Enneagram. You look at him, you're like, mm, yeah, he's he's unhealthy eight. Right. You can see it. Uh, Patton, we went to the Patton Museum. Yes. Uh, the General Patton. Eight, for sure. Amazing leadership potential with eights. Right. Terrible leadership potential with eights, too. Right. <laughs> you know what right, I mean? Right. Like, yeah. That can be their strength. Dave Ramsey, we just saw his clip. He's yes. he's an eight. I've yeah. heard his daughter talk about him using Enneagram. Right. He, he just, people call in, he just tells them how it is. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, <laughs> so this makes me think of, and it's not one of our kids because we've said we homeschool, but we also, I also teach in a co op. Mm-hmm. And my, there was a student in class who was always ready to do the argument debate portion right. of class. It didn't matter. Like, I could tell him to argue anything and right. he was right there ready right, right, to right, do right. it. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, that is an eight right there. Okay. So they are the challenger, according to, yeah. So this is from the Enneagram Institute. I don't know if I said that or not, but it gives a pretty good overview. Okay, which um, people could find online if they're interested. And the Enneagram is open sourced, which means nobody like owns Nobody it. has the copyright right, on exactly. it. exactly. Okay. And so we're also going to move now to number one. So yeah. trust me, if you're looking at it on a circle, it's eight, nine, one. Or together. Right. They're all together. Yeah, but So one is the reformer. And they are rational, idealistic, um, purposeful, principled, self-controlled. I think of the one as perfectionist. Yes, they come across very perfectionist. Ones are conscientious and ethical with a strong sense of right and wrong. They are crusaders and teachers. Um, Their fear is being corrupt and evil. And they desire to be good and to have integrity and to be balanced. So maybe Margaret Thatcher, uh, Gandhi, uh, probably Martin Luther, um, the reformer, the Protestant Reformation guy. Right. Uh, perfectionist is definitely part of their, they believe that they can help people change, but they also, um, because they don't want to stray from principles, they can become like very perfectionistic. And that can spill over in a negative way. Like you know what I mean? Like Martha all these numbers. Uh, probably, yeah. Yeah. yeah like that like whole that. like perfect house, perfect. Oh, yes. Like exactly. everything yeah. done the, to yeah, the yeah, yeah, greatest perfection. detail. So they can, they can take that inward. They always have like a critical voice in their head. Like we all have a critical voice probably in our head at times. But ones can really ratchet it up. And sometimes that spills over as perfectionism, right, to others. Um, but it can also be... Like, we need to move toward a better society. You know what I mean? Right. Like, you can actually see ones, like, really change and shape society. So, all these numbers can be great, or right. they can be, oof, that's yucky. Right, yeah. right, right. Okay. So, those are number, that is number uh, eight, nine, and one. 
Right. And they are fueled by anger, and it surfaces in different ways. We won't go in all the different ways. Okay. Okay. So and they like action. Yeah. That's how they are all grouped together. Uh, doing sort of doers, yeah. The, the body, yeah. right? We'll say that. Okay. Ish. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, they're they're probably doers more, but again, like we all do, like we all wake right. up and we all have the. So you know what I mean. So I don't, I don't want to like overgeneralize it, but yeah, their first impulse is probably doing. Okay. Like eights have so much energy that it's hard for everybody else to keep up with them because they just go and do. Nines do a lot, but they might not do things that are very important because they don't want to. Stir the pot. They don't want to stir the pot, so but they'll stay very busy. Right. They're kind of restless. And ones are going to do things as perfectly yeah, as possible. Yeah, I mean, like you think about, like you said, Marsha Stewart at home. Keeping that home keeps you busy. Right. <laughs> Keeping the perfect home. Right. All right. So is that good enough? You want to start right. right there? So that's fantastic. And then in the next one, we're going to get into the next triad, and then we'll, right. we'll, we'll go wrap into it up with one but, more. So this is an overview. I don't know. Hopefully that's helpful for people. But really, gosh, if you could just go study it and learn about yourself, your blind spots, then learn about your spouse's blind spots, and then your kids. Like, just reading through this, just to look over this before we started hitting record, I, it was like, oh, this kid of ours, is one of our kids is probably this number. Right. So it's, it's important with Enneagram. You don't, like, say, hey, you, because you do A, B, and C, because you drive a car, therefore you're a race car driver. You know what I mean? Like you don't, right? You don't know their motivation. Like we all get up and we all take showers. That doesn't mean that we're a certain number. You know what I right. mean? Like right, right. But you can start treating people like they're that number and see how that works. Yes. So and we do that with our kids. I do that with my wife. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that one thing that's really helpful about this, particularly if you're dealing with someone who is a different personality type. Yes. Especially one of your kids. I mean, the, here's the reality. Whenever we have differences, there's things that annoy us, right? So if, you know, like we, if we're having issues with one child and it's really frustrating and annoying, being able to know their type and see the potential positive that yes, is tied exactly, with that. yes. And in my mind even, be like, okay, we're going to get through this and they're going to be great at this in the future and bring so much value and right. like, we're going to win. Right, right, right. <laughs> but having that before me is helpful. But yeah, and you that's why I love the Enneagram because it gives you a path also. We didn't talk about this, but there's always steps with the Enneagram of how to become a healthier you right. with that number. Right, Like, so for example... Um, well, I won't go through all that, but there's, I'll, we'll leave links. How about that? Yeah. There we go. That's a good compromise. Okay. All right, guys. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. I hope that this has been valuable. I'm super curious to know how you all score on the Enneagram, what your personality types are. I'll put a test in them. So, yeah, we'll make sure that there's a link that you can go and just take a free, quick little assessment. Let us know if you're on Facebook. Uh, get in touch with us. Make a comment. I'll create a post about the Enneagram and you can comment what your number is. That would be really interesting. You can also connect with us on our website, lsfpodcast.com. And most of all, we want you to remember, no matter what your Enneagram type is, you are valuable and what you do matters. Have a blessed day.